0: Welcome to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. I know I've been MIA. I wasn't here last week, so I'm super pumped that I got to kick off the episode here. um, Talking college football picks, just like previous week and NFL. Um, We're going to touch on some of those um, as we go through. Um, So I think the best thing that like we kind of are going to do here, I mean, we've kind of talked about this stuff in our text in the background, is obviously we're going to give some of our picks, but really to, um, for the NFL, we're going to try to give our best spreads um, and then our best under over um, totals just because that's kind of what we're thinking for the NFL um, for that. But we'll go college football first. Um, I think to kick it off, we're going to go some games that we're kind of leaning, um, some bets that we like, some things that Austin's noticed with line changes that absolutely incredible week for line changes. Um, so Austin, if you want to take it over for that stuff, that's great information, I think, for everyone to know.
1: Uh, as far as college football?
0: yes
1: line changes uh we kind of went over that in the last one but oh
0: did you okay i thought you said you were on this one
1: uh i mean since me and ben recorded the other day i don't think a whole lot has really changed at least that i haven't noticed
2: yeah so if you want to hear line changes head on back to our last podcast (laughs) It
1: actually kind of has so oklahoma opened minus three and a half at nebraska then nebraska fired scott frost in a balloon to what did he go to 14 and a half ben uh Something like that, 14, 13? Yeah, I it's think actually it's 14. back It's back down to 10 and a half, so Yeesh. something's going on there. Um, uh-huh. Other than that, there hasn't been a whole lot of changes that I've seen. I haven't really looked at it a lot the last two days. I haven't placed a bet in the last two days, so um, They smart. Really you much. put you placed, the, you placed
0: them early, which was really smart.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: you got the one. steal of the year with Georgia.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that's right. Did you touch on that on the last episode? I,
1: I think the Oklahoma one's the steal of the year. I got yeah. three and a half. Wow. wow yeah I mean is Nebraska, Nebraska couldn't cover versus the school of the blind
0: no yeah mm-hmm. you're definitely right about that one yeah think... we're gonna die I mean we'll dive in then into the college football games um, looking at the slates and our different picks Um, do we want to start with our individual picks here with best bets I think might be the best way to start just because it's kind of fun to do those Um, Ben we'll let you go first so no one you don't get a pick stolen from you and you won't have a
2: pick then yeah that sounds great (laughs) okay (laughs) so we just talked about georgia uh my best bet i'm a little afraid like with the points like when the points are that high for the spread um it's a it's scary to pick that because you never know what can happen you know georgia's up by a thousand and they put in their backups at the end of the game and give it up so i'm gonna go with georgia first quarter minus six and a half so hoping that georgia takes a least a touchdown lead in the first quarter, um, and I got the best odds actually on Barstool, which was minus one thirty four, um, or honestly, DraftKings was minus one thirty five, so not really a difference there. So that's where I'm going with. Nice, nice,
0: Nick. We'll let you go second, as you went
2: from zero and
0: four to one, and then last week you were like three and one, I think. So just most improved award, yeah.
3: really. Got my last two best bets. Uh, my best go. bet is Tennessee, first quarter minus 12. They're playing against Akron, which is one of the worst teams in the MAC. Um, Michigan State played them last week and beat them 52 to nothing. And mm-hmm. I think Tennessee is better than Michigan State. I mean, they played Ball State week one and they pretty much scored every single possession in the first quarter. So I think they should probably do the same to Akron.
0: Right. Yep. I, I agree. I like that bet too. A bombs! What you got and,
3: for us?
1: And uh, Michigan State did they? I don't know if they covered that for saccharin but they had every chance to. Like, there was no reason they didn't. I yeah. think
3: they did. I thought they did. They're at fourteen nothing after the first quarter. Okay. And yeah. Tennessee
1: is a lot better offense than Michigan State, but this is actually interesting. So I'm on DraftKings right now, and it says we cannot locate you. To determine your location accurately, you are required to turn off any tools or applications that can alter your device's location. Please disable Zoom. Isn't that crazy? <laughs>
3: that is yes, crazy. Yes, you can't.
1: DraftKings remote and log in while
3: I'm bring, on Zoom. Up, I think no. they, they do Park. that so you can't log in remote and like if I was in Texas, I could log in remote to Indiana. And oh, right, like,
1: but you have to have location services on anyway. Like it's different than a VPN, so it's kind of weird that. Because like my location is turned on regardless with Zoom on.
3: Yeah, that's weird. I thought that
1: was weird. But um for best bet, I'm going with Minnesota first half team total over 20 and a half. You can find this on DraftKings at minus 115. Like that. Um, some tidbits about this. Colorado is last in all FBS schools, at, uh, giving up 377 rush yards per game. Uh, Air Force had 476 yards on them last week, and that was in the rain. Air Force had two or three weren't forced. They were forced from the weather. So it, pro- it could have been much higher. It could have been over 500, over 600. Uh, TCU ran all over them in the first week one. Uh, ben had Double result for TCU. I I know we were all over TCU on everything week one. This team, I think they've already lost. I think their season's already over after getting thrashed by TCU and Air Force. Two, not not necessarily rivals, but they're both, like, connecting states or right close to them. I just think that that team's already lost. I think the players are already given up. And not to mention Minnesota is the second-best rushing team in the country right now. They're averaging 304 rush yards per game. They have a three-head attack who I think is the best running back in the Big Ten, Mohamed Ibrahim. He's averaging six yards per carry, which is actually the worst on the team, which is kind of crazy <laughs> because it's, uh, uh, Trey Potts and Bryce Williams are both averaging over six yards a carry, too. It's just a three-headed monster. I don't I don't know how Colorado stops them. So yeah, three, three touchdowns in the first half, That they should honestly have that with ten minutes to go in the second quarter.
0: And it helps cash my future, you know, as long as Maryland keeps on winning to win that side of the Big Ten because that was one of the picks I said I like for them to win that side of the Big Ten, so.
1: And and really, there's, just, like, who are you going to argue against them right now? Nebraska's yes. going to pop like we predicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin just lost at home to Washington State, who is notorious for not having, like, being good in the trenches, and they just beat oh, yeah. Wisconsin. Iowa, <laughs> everyone knows that story. They can't score for shit. <laughs> who else even is there? Purdue? Purdue, I mean, that's – Purdue can compete, I was, but I think I, – I was going to say Nick Minnesota. is going to
0: argue Purdue. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if I will. I think
3: good, but I think
1: Minnesota is more complete of a team right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: I love that pick. Yeah, that, um, the West is wide
1: open. Wide yeah, open. it
0: is. It definitely is. Um, so, for me, I kind of, like, at the last minute, actually switched around, like, my best bet compared to, like, my other ones. Um, just I just wanted to give everyone better value. Um, for my best bet, I did Maryland minus two and a half. Um, just because it was a little less juice. Um, I, I understand that SMU is uh, a good team. Um, definitely have great players. They've played two teams, blown them both out, but played two no-name teams. I realize Maryland's done the same. They came out flat week one, but I eyeball Tess's offenses look better week from week one to week two, and I think it just continues with all the weapons they have, and I think it just absolutely continues with them pounding the crap um, out of SMU. I don't understand how it's at minus two and a half, other than SMU is, you know, obviously 2-0. and And SMU, too, something to kind of maybe look for, I thought about today, their schedule just gets really freaking hard after this week. Like, they just keep on – I mean, they play Texas Tech, TCU. They play all kinds of teams that they really um, can get a good test in. So, I think that once they lose this one, too, they kind of fall off the wagon a little bit. But I look for Maryland to have a big game. Um, offensively, they've just moved the ball way too well. Um, to lose a game i think and i think it's going to come down to a team stopping another team and i know smu's defense is not very good so knowing that i think maryland will get more stops which will allow them to get that minus two and a half
1: not to mention maryland's playing at home under the lights right?
0: yeah yeah and i love take i love taking under the light home teams so that that says a lot about what i usually do pick so yep so that's my best bet um should we go? Let's go money line next.
1: Well, so to recap, best oh, bets yeah. Austin had Minnesota first half team total over 20 and a half. Uh, Spencer had S or Maryland minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Ben had Georgia first Georgia. quarter
2: minus six and a half,
1: and Nick had Tennessee first quarter minus 12.
0: Block mm-hmm. it in. And we want and we want to tell how how would you tell people to bet those Austin just so that it's very would, clear to people that are I just would bet them. a
1: unit on each of them so if yes. you normally bet twenty five dollars I would bet twenty five bucks on all four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be or, shocked if we don't go at least three and one on those if not four and zero. Oh. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. I was gonna say don't parlay them just for the fact that I feel like it goes three and one every week. Like there's one that loses. Oh,
2: we're due for four and zero oh, though. Oh,
0: I would <laughs> say I
1: would say if you, so if your normal unit's twenty five bucks I would say put. of that on a parlay so
0: that's a good idea
1: five bucks on the parlay we like so last year ben wasn't a part of our parlays we actually believe it or not we actually did better parlaying them all than betting them all singles because those few (laughs) weeks we did hit them all they were astronomical because we hit four minus one tens i mean -hmm. yeah plus 800 parlay right there so
0: right yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely place them as singles i've been placing them as <laughs> there parlay. was
1: there was one week we did a three-leg super dog parlay none of us placed it none of us placed it it was plus uh, what was it plus 8300
3: it
0: was yeah. something insane. this is the week let's go there next because i'm excited about those picks. <laughs> I,
3: super I, dogs, I really
0: I, am i don't know why but i am when austin said that and austin our group text was like i might actually parlay these together you know bet them singles and then do like a little parlay like he said like at a Little less percentage than a unit, like twenty percent, like you said, is a really good idea. Um, ben, you go ahead and start with. Well, I'm gonna give a
1: background first. So, I'll,
0: I'll... okay, yeah, go ahead, do that.
1: So we took, we stole this superdog idea. I know I mentioned this in last week's episode, but if this is your first time listening, uh, we stole the superdog thing from College Game Day, and we put our own spin on it. Um, so basically, you all pick an underdog, and based on the point spread, if you pick an underdog between three and seven, and they win, you get two points. If they cover, you get one. And there's like a tiered system. So after two weeks, the standings are Austin's two and zero with four points. He has one outright win. Spencer's in second, one and one with three points. He has an outright win. Third is Ben, he's one and one with one cover. And fourth is Nick, he's and two.
3: I'm the one. I'm the worst super dog picker of all time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't Fade Nick. Nick
3: Superdog pick. Nick's our Nick. resident
1: chalk dog. He's he's he gets the favorites, but he's not not too high on the underdog. But, uh,
3: but
0: all think-
1: you
3: need,
0: Nick, all you need to do is one of these weeks, just pick a silly one that's like plus twenty eight
3: points. Like Austin, I remember the one you, you get. You Davis last
1: year plus twenty four yeah. and they won. You last get-
3: year I picked. It was the same week I picked Army plus fourteen and they won. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the week we all hit. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um yeah true so the ESPN game day I keep track of theirs as well their their current leader is Kirk he's 2-0 and o with three points one outright winner so um this is something we, we do throughout the season uh Ben how about you start okay um I am taking
2: Miami on the road to beat Texas A&M uh Miami's ranked number 13 Texas A&M number 24 and Texas A&M just lost to Appalachian State um so I think uh I mean Miami really hasn't played anybody, but uh I will take uh the Hurricanes. Love we it. Might,
0: we might we might be in a little bit of a fight because that's that was the team I liked for another pick. I like the other team that you, oh, sure. oh, you did. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we might be fighting just a little bit, which is fine. <laughs> you need to make a graphic on social media of us like looking like robots, you know, like the posters, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything can happen.
3: Yeah. Nick, what's your pick? I got BYU plus three and a half. They beat Baylor last week. They play at Oregon this week. This is more of a fade Bo Nix pick than anything else because I don't think he's good. But BYU's offense is pretty good. They are missing their top two wide receivers last week, too. So, I don't know if they're going to be back. Do you know if they're going to be back, Austin?
1: I'm not sure, but their defense is good, too. So, I think, regardless, it should be a one regardless
3: spot. I don't think or I think Oregon's overrated so mm-hmm. BYU plus three and a half this is my week
1: the only issue with BYU I would say is they just came off of a big top 10 win so it's kind of a letdown spot playing yeah. back-to-back programs but I, I, I'm with you I think I think that right now they're the better overall team I like it
0: <clears throat> Austin what do you got for us
1: so for my super dog I'm putting it I'm I, I'm putting them with what I bet them at. So. Normally our rule is you have to give your pick when you bet them or what the line was at the time you picked it. So I think I'm still on my parameters since I actually didn't bet it at plus 16. And if anyone mm-hmm. was arguing, go ahead. I would still take him at plus 13, which is where it's at now. Um, but, yeah, Fresno State, USC, I, I see an absolute shootout. Um, Jay Kaner is one of the best quarterbacks in the country for Fresno State. I've watched both their games. I've watched both USC's games. And, you know, if you listen to any of our season previews, I'm very high on USC. I think their offense is electric. But I also don't think their defense is that good. And Fresno State's offense, they can play with anybody. Uh, their receiving core is might be the best power, non-Power 5 receiving core in the country. So I look for them to be able to keep it within, for me, 16. For everyone else, 13. I would still play it, um, which means I'm also going to play USC to win between 1 and 13. I like that a lot as well, plus 200. So that's my pick.
0: Yeah. And that was a game too, that I like immediately saw. I wanted to stay away from just for the fact that I think they'll keep it close. I do like the over in that game, or I did. And I looked at this morning and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's up pretty high now. And I bet the Tennessee won that high and it did not hit. So I was like, I'm not doing it this week. I'm going to stay away from that one. Um, so my pick, I'm actually, um, taking, uh, the Indiana game they're playing Western Kentucky university. Um, I am taking Western Kentucky University at plus six and a half. I just still don't think IU's good. I think they've really lucked their way into a win versus Illinois. That should have never happened with that call. I think last week they shouldn't have won either. I went back and watched some highlights. There's no way. They should be 0-2. Um, it's crazy that they're 2-0 and 0 to me, not to be that guy. Um, and Western Kentucky, the games I did watch, I watched them on week zero. I think their offense actually moves the ball pretty well. So I see them actually moving the ball well. I like Reed as a quarterback. I think he's very sound in what he's been doing for that offense. I mean, he's he's not like our boy from last year, but he's doing what he can do, and I see him doing pretty well here. Give me him a plus six and a half. I think they went out right, so I'll probably bet both for fun and be screaming at a noon game here on Saturday in Indiana.
1: <laughs> it's funny you mentioned our boy from last year, Bailey happy. Do you guys remember when I bet $1,000 on a plus 600 parlay and it hit?
3: Yeah, because oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <competition>, <laughs> I bet
0: it at a lot less, and I was still excited. I'm like, man, if I would have done that,
1: <laughs> they were getting their fucking ass beat. We needed him to throw what four touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Yep, four. He had one at halftime, or, or was it one at halftime? I know I it was looking so. pretty. Yeah. It was looking pretty bleak for a long time, and then he just started slinging it down thirty. <laughs> brought back That's that bad. brought back good memories. So I, I am with Spencer. I will ride Western Kentucky. West. Oh, yeah touchdown as well
0: i mean i i like all these picks even like ben's would be my least favorite and i i can still see it happening i mean yeah i mean knows? i bet
1: Ben's. so i bet miami florida at plus nine when it opened it's down to five and a half but what's texas saying i'm gonna do they have an amazing team and a dog shit quarterback like mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're iowa the south
0: I say. <laughs> this, this is gonna make my money line pick bad maybe we should go there next maybe you guys will make me change my mind because i did have multiple ones so i would be willing to change my mind after hearing all this but Ben,
1: have we we'll hit two? Start... Money... Huh? no okay we hit a lock parlay on week one and a money line on week two
2: yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep so our i'll start with the money line parlay uh spencer had this pick so something we do agree on i have maryland and our money line mm-hmm. parlay um yeah, I mean, Spencer said everything I need to say. So, I like them at home against SMU. Minus 145.
0: That's good value right there. I, I honestly was shocked when you told me what that was at. But I also, too, bet it at minus 2.5 at minus
3: 110. So, yeah, I can't be shocked about that.
0: Nick, what you got for us?
3: I got Washington minus 155 at home Saturday night on ABC versus Michigan State. Um, I don't think anyone can actually believe that Michigan State is the 11th best team in the country. I mean, they yeah. haven't played anybody. Um, I think there's – what's USC ranked? Ten? seventh? Seven? Yeah. Seven? No. Well, they got a 10-x at quarterback. He can sling it around. Good thing he left IU. <laughs> uh, that's my pick. I think they'll definitely win at home. It's hard to win night games on the road too so we talked about that in our opening
1: mm-hmm.
3: podcast so washington minus 155 absolutely A hey, biz what you got for us
1: so i'm going against a few things here i have florida state minus 130 they actually play on friday night so we're gonna have this up tonight um that gives you all day thursday and most of friday to listen uh they're playing at Louisville on a night game, conference night game. So I normally don't bet things like these. And uh, Spencer knows that I'm a big proponent of not doing this. But I just – watched both of Louisville's games and I've not been impressed. UCF should have beat them by three touchdowns. They just were coached so poorly. Mm-hmm. Shout out Gus Malzahn on, on being a terrible coach. Um, but I just think Florida State has the edges everywhere. I think they have the better athletes. I think they've looked better in the first two games. I think they have the better defense. Uh, Jordan Travis has looked really good now that he doesn't have a dog shit line. Uh, he impressed me a lot versus LSU. Granted, they still almost blew that game, but I just – this is more of a fade Louisville than anything. Like, what have they done to him? Like, I'm big on UCF, but they're still a non-Power 5 team. Uh, yep. I just feel like Cunningham. Like him – other than that one long touchdown run, he hasn't done anything this year.
0: Right, Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, what we've been, I mean, that's one of those things like we've been betting as player props and they really haven't been hitting. I'm going to stay away from this week, which I hate because I do like watching them and I like betting on them. Um, you guys got to hold me to that because I could see me changing. my <laughs> <own
3: money. laughs>
0: it, it, Go ahead. No, I, I didn't have anything to say. I was a Okay. So, yeah. So for me, I have two picks for my money line that I actually had ready. Do I want to upset Ben or do I want to upset Nick? Austin? Ben, Ben. I like Texas a and M. I I think, you know, <laughs> when you get upset at the way they did in the fashion they did, yes, they don't have a good team. Fisher is pissed off. He said in an interview, he is not, this is not acceptable. Um, I don't see them winning by much, but I see them winning, um, overall, you know, and I see it being a little bit of a dog fight in that game. Um, I just don't think Miami has what it takes to score on them. Um, Keeping it that way. So I, I like Texas A and M. Um, another team I I put that I kind of like for money line, um, not for a money line parlay that I just like in general. Syracuse. Sorry, Nick. That's I just think they're a very, I think they're a lot better team than I anticipated. um When I got done watching Notre Dame get their teeth kicked in by Marshall, I went home after our Airbnb and I watched this game um, because I actually at that time was like Connecticut's two and zero against the spread. I think they're going to cover. Syracuse just has a great running offense unbelievable offensive just moving the ball and even defensively they kind of like surprised me a little bit compared to what other teams have done with Connecticut so that was going to be my second pick if I did have a second pick um but there's a lot of money lines that are close this week that I actually like so I might even you know bet a couple of them
1: I I think with UConn though they didn't have their quarterback Robertson versus Syracuse that's so true yeah. that's kind of a totally different team but so what I'm going to do here since your money line pick kind of contradicts Ben's Superdog, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do Texas A&M 1-13 on points bet. That way I can Smart. still get Miami plus 5.5, and, and I bet him at plus 9. Right. So that way I can still hit all three. And if they do happen to win between 6 and 13, then it at least offsets because it's plus 170 yeah. to offset the normal – so that could be a good angle if you're listening and trying to find a way to bet them both um, if you have points bet. And that brings me to another segue. If you don't have points bet, you can sign up mm-hmm. using our code, betbomb, B-E-T-B-A-U-M. You can find this link on Instagram, pretty much anywhere. It's in our highlights. Um, we'll post it on the story as well. But yeah, I think that's a good option to try to nail them both. Or at least if Texas and M does win between 1 and 13, you can you'll still be ahead unit wise so
0: yes i love that so now we're on to the lock parlay yep. um, so we did hit this last week right it last actually
1: week? before you get going here i want to get the money line parlay so we had yes. maryland washington texas and then florida state
3: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. if you just do money line for all four it's at plus 620 right now on DraftKings. i'm gonna That's- do that as soon as we get off
3: so that's much higher than normal. Our last yeah.
1: two have been plus 320-ish.
3: Yeah. 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 We've all picked minus 300s. At least I did. Yeah. And I, I bet
1: three units on our money line parlay. So that could be a potential plus 18 and a half unit play if that if it hits.
0: Yeah. If we're really lucky, our uh, Miami will just cover and
1: Texas
0: <laughs> A&M will win by like two or three. That's but what I'm yeah. saying. Texas
1: AM wins on the last second field. goal. Basically. I
0: honestly think that's what it's gonna be like though, and that's why I picked them because I'm like, I just don't think. Tech, or Miami can win, but I think Texas A&M wins kind of in the last couple minutes with the way they should be
1: running their offense. The only thing I don't like about our line Parlay, all three of your guys' picks are night games on Saturday. So, like, I have nothing to root for during the day.
2: Mine's not on, on You have everything to root for yeah, at night. Like,
1: like, Maryland and Washington both play at 730 and Texas plays at nine. So, like... <laughs> Like, I, my game's on Friday, and then we have a whole
3: 24 hours until the next season. So.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize that. I should have I done the Syracuse because that would have been at noon. Should I change it? Spencer,
3: what? did you know Syracuse opened as a dog? Yeah, I know. That's, I, I should have bet it. then. I was surprised, too, whenever I saw it. Yeah. I, I, I think
1: I'm with you, Spencer. I think since we already have Maryland minus two and a half as a best bet, I do think you should take Syracuse.
0: Okay, I'll take I'll That's take to mix it up, you know, cuz if yeah. cuz
1: if Maryland doesn't win, then we're losing two bets and two parlays. If you parlay, I'm all like, and
0: yeah. the worst case scenario if Hughes loses, I'll have all the Purdue fans reaching out and hating on me, which is That's completely me. fine. Yeah, I'll be fine with that. I can not Carolyn really it. is Jones gonna so run just
3: to run
1: up. So just to reiterate, the new money line parlay is Florida State, Texas A&M, Washington and Syracuse, and it is now plus 666. So That's- uh,
2: that's uh, not oh, it.
1: That's bad juju. <laughs> you
2: took <laughs> you true? took my pick out of it, and you put uh, – now you have two of Spencer's picks.
1: Wait, what did Spencer pick?
2: I picked Maryland. Spencer was trying to decide between Texas A&M, A&M. and okay, – uh, Okay, so take
3: Texas
1: A&M out and put yeah.
3: Maryland back in. Yeah. Put Purdue in. Bade <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> so well, now it would it'd be Maryland. Okay, uh, so we would still uh, Maryland What's then.
1: What's that? We would still have Maryland twice then money line and minus two and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah. We
2: have Spencer's best bet.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That is now plus seven seventy. So uh, we're yeah, no longer, yeah. uh, we're no longer going to hell. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and we got something to watch yeah, during there. Saturday during the day, which is good. I yeah. like watching something during the day on Saturday, so that will give me <laughs> something to do. <laughs> we are on to our last bet, which is our best bet.
3: Love
2: no, we're, much, but... nope, we? we're on our lock parlay.
0: Lock parlay. Sorry, I did mix it up. Lock um, parlay. I switched my bets around for those. That's why I did that. That's my bet. Yeah. It's been guys. Yeah, I was out. I was in Colorado last week, so I'm getting back in the swing of being on the pod. So jet lag. I'm gonna,
2: depending jet
1: on lag. what you guys pick here, I'm gonna make a bold prediction. So oh, go, ahead.
2: Too, too. Oh. go ahead, Ben. Okay. Um, my lock parlay pick is uh, we've kind of been riding USC um all year. Even I had before the season started. Most of us were excited uh, about what USC was going to bring this year, um, and then we did cash on a. I think USC was in our money line parlay and our and Nick's best but best bet. So we cashed yep. on USC last week. Um, I'm gonna take them again here. USC halftime, full time, um, which is minus 195 versus Fresno State. We like Fresno State. We think they're good, um, but I like that value at minus 195 for a lock parlay.
1: Damn it! Now I got to change mine. I sent it in the group text. (laughs) I was going to take Jordan Addison to score a touchdown, which is a Uh, lock. Lock. Bet that anyway. Yeah,
0: Yeah. bet it anyway. We'll put that up
3: Saturday. He looked so good last week. He was. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, My pick is Wake Forest, halftime, full-time, minus 280. Sam Hartman's back, slinging around. No hay on Sam Hartman, Spencer. And then you (laughs) have some comments on him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but
3: Wake Forest is good. Their offense is awesome. Defense, got some work to do. But I think, without a doubt, they'll be able to at least be up at half and win. So, minus 280, Wake Forest, halftime, full-time. Like it. it.
1: I just want to make a note of how awesome it was to have Sam Hartman back last week. Like, Oh, yeah. Like if you've watched as much college football as we do, you know like just seeing good quarterback play makes college football that much more fun. So yeah. to go from missing the last six weeks to stepping in and throwing for three hundred yards and four touchdowns, it's you gotta feel happy for the guy and for yeah. college football fans in general.
0: I watch. I can speak to that because I had to watch the I was at the Notre Dame game versus Marshall, and that was some bad quarterback play. It was like I wanted to yeah, I rip can... my eyeballs out. Disgusting. All right, Austin, what do you got for us for your lock?
1: All right. Uh, I think this is easy. I think it's a no brainer. Since he first to score against Miami, Ohio, ra- rivalry game, it's one of the top 10 oldest rivalries in college football. Uh, since he, I can't remember, if, is it at Miami, Ohio?
3: Yeah, I think it is. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a 20
1: minute drive from Cincinnati to Oxford. But I look for the majority of fans there to be Cincinnati fans. Uh, Miami, Ohio's star quarterback, Brett Gabbert, is hurt and is not playing. I honestly don't know if they score a point in this game without him. They're t- you're a totally different team without your all-conference quarterback. I just – and Cincinnati's got a phenomenal defense. We saw that against Arkansas, who just had their way with South Carolina. Um, I I also love Cincinnati to cover the spread as well. But first to score minus 280, I would honestly bet 280 bucks to win 100 on it, which I don't <laughs> normally do on chalk, chalk dog stuff like that, but it's a lock. Yes,
0: Love it. Okay, so for my pick for the lock parlay, um, I and I said when we did like our first episode, I think we were talking or not first, we're talking about college picks. We like to pick. I said I really like doing unders. I just, I especially first quarter unders. I just it just wreaks havoc for me. I love it watching defenses get after one another, everyone trying to establish a run and pass game. Um, so I'm actually taking the Iowa Nevada first quarter under seven and a half. It's at minus one twenty. I think at best there's maybe a touchdown here, but I don't even think there'll be that. I mean, the last two Iowa games, it was at seven and a half, and there was three points scored between the two games in the first quarter. Just disgusting. So And let's
1: not mention that Iowa has not scored more than seven in either game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm like, this seems like an easy pick at minus one twenty for me. Maybe Iowa will come out and surprise me. It seems like they're still back back in Petrus, which I cannot believe. I've seen middle school and high school quarterbacks better than him. So
1: I I think we all strive to have the type of job security Spencer Petras has. Yeah, like, for real. Just be an absolute dog shit at your job and never losing it. Like, that's what everybody wants.
0: Like, and then your coach to come out. You see in the one interview, the their coach came out and he was like, "Well, I just think everyone's kind of hard on him. I don't think he's actually that bad." Oh my him. god, he must not be watching the same games we're watching. <laughs> he's <laughs> awful.
1: Like, can can he can he step in and be my new dad or like? Yeah. <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs>
0: All right. We're going to take a short little break, um, come back in, and we're going to do some
3: NFL picks. Stay tuned. All right. We are back.
2: Uh, now we're talking NFL week number two. So we'll start off with our favorite uh, spread picks of the week. Uh, what you got, Spencer?
0: All right. I'll kick us off here. I like the Hawks at plus eight and a half. Um, we talked just for like 20 minutes in between there about, you know, NFL games are so close, you know, in big spreads, you can really catch sometimes the books, especially early on, like Austin, would you say you got this one at 10 and a half? What game is it? Um, Seahawks game.
1: I got it plus nine
0: plus nine. So even then, yeah, you got an extra point there compared to where I'm getting it at plus eight and a half or half one, I guess. Um, like what they really did week one, obviously against the Broncos was very kind of shocked, very much shocked at that. Um, Great coach, and I think they are. They're every game for them is going to be pretty close. So I'm going to bet that at plus eight and a half.
2: Nice. Okay, uh, Nick.
3: Um, I'm going with the Lions this week, minus one and a half against the Commanders. Uh, they lost last week, but I thought they looked pretty good against the Eagles. Um, also fading Carson Wentz. This is one of those games. The couple games of the year, I think he's going to end up losing at the end. So minus
2: minus one and a half. I watched the the replays of the the Commanders versus Jaguars game. And that game was nuts, but Carson Wentz he was still doing Carson Wentz things. He also threw for four touchdowns, and I think his wide receiver crew looks a lot better this year than it did with the Colts with uh, uh Terry and Curtis Samuel and Dotson looked pretty nice, uh, but it'll be interesting to watch him this year. Uh, Bomber, what's your pick for spread?
1: I'm going with the Steelers, plus two and a half, minus 114 on FanDuel. Uh, I know they lost T.J. Watt, and I know Najee Harris is banged up, but also Mac Jones is banged up, and he looked abysmal. Their entire offense looked abysmal at at Miami last week, and now they got to go on the road to at Pittsburgh, who's equally as good of a defense, if not better. Uh, Even without T.J. Watt, I still don't see New England putting up a lot of points. Even if New England wins, I see it being less than a favorable. I'll take my chances with that so
2: I'm going Steelers plus two and a half. Nice. Um, I am going with Spencer on Seahawks plus eight and a half. Um, so we got a, a, a double play there, <laughs> but, uh, I, I think I'm agree- agreeing with Spencer with it being an end division game. I think it's going to be close and Seahawks definitely surprised most people. I did pick Seahawks to cover last week. So I was happy with that, but, um, so, yeah, I I and then I Trey Lance still ha, like I'm on, uh, I'm not fading Trey Lance, but I'm on. He has to prove it to me that he's good enough to, uh, you know, be who they say he can be. So I'm on but, Seahawks plus eight and a half.
1: But like, how happy were you? Because you had Broncos one to 13 as well, and you could have hit both and should true. have hit both. Yeah, true. <laughs> even if they even if they scored either one of those touchdowns on the one and they kicked the extra point, they would have only been up six.
3: So, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks uh, Rhino. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <true.
2: laughs> I lost all that money. I said that to you guys. I lost all that money on my bets. I lost in fantasy, but, uh, one of our good friends, Ryan Colchin is a big Broncos fan and he hates the Colts and I love the Colts. So I naturally hate the Broncos just because of that. And so all the, all the money I lost was worth it to get a big FU from Ryan Colchin. So I like to see that, um, Okay, next, Uh, over-unders. I think these are hard to bet, but what do you guys like here? Uh, Spencer, let's go with you first.
0: Yeah, and I agree. These are definitely hard to bet. Um, Like Austin said, I feel like in the NFL, most of the time, unders hit more than overs, um, unless you're talking about the really high-powered offenses, um, which there's not many, um, but there's a couple out there. Um, So for me, I'm going to go with the Panthers and Giants, 43-and-a-half under. Last week, my best bet was uh, Giants game under, um, so I'm going to keep on riding that train. Of them just not scoring as many points. It was a little bit closer than I anticipated yeah, you at Austin the end. Could have
1: made that field goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah.
0: It was close, and that's why I was like, "Oof, I hope that doesn't happen." But Austin also had bets. I think the on did you have on Giants minus or one to thirteen or something? No, you? I had the
1: under as well. Oh,
0: time. okay. I thought you had something else the other way where you needed to hit too. Um, but yeah, it was close, but it did hit. So I'm gonna ride this train a little bit.
1: Oh, you're uh, right. I had Titans one to thirteen.
0: Did you? Okay, that's what I and thought I had you had Giants plus six. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I, I do think they continue to hit some of their unders. I just, that offense isn't high powered, obviously moving the ball. Um, and offensive just overall, isn't that great. Um, defensively they're not terrible. Um, but the Panthers also weren't that great coming out. Baker is always going to be a team that when he's on a team, they're not going to move the ball a bunch. Um, especially for next, uh, what'd you call it a 5,000 unit play or whatever. yards. Yeah. So we need to make sure that's hitting too. So, I'm riding riding along with the Panthers-Giants,
3: 43-and-a-half under. Nice. Uh, Nick? Um, I'm going Titans-Bills under 47-and-a-half. Titans couldn't score on the Giants last week, so I don't think they're going to score much on the Bills. I think (laughs) the Bills will score, but 47-and-a-half is a a lot. Titans defense isn't bad, so I'll take that, under 47-and-a-half.
2: I hope the Bills score. I hope the Bills win uh, 47-to-0. uh, Austin,
1: um, first off, I just want to mention how paramount it is to listen to my Sunday weekly line report Saturday, whenever it is Saturday or Sunday, because these are all bets I've made. And I'll tell you where the line's at. Now I bet the Bengals minus two and a half, right. When Dak walked off the sideline with his injured hand, the Bengals are now seven and a half point favorites. So that line has moved five points. Um, I bet Cincinnati and Dallas at the same time, under 52, <laughs> the line is now, 42 and a half. So a nine and a half point change. That's I've, I've never seen that nine and a half points. I bet the Patriots Steelers under 42 and it's at 40 and a half. So that's pretty similar. I bet the Seahawks plus nine nine. They're now eight and a half. You guys said, yep. Oh, that's pretty similar. I bet the bears plus 10 and a half. They're now nine and a half. I did Tennessee Buffalo under 49 and a half. It's now 47 and a half. Nick just said 48 and a half on FanDuel. So that's my best bet, 48 and a half. So you should ride with me and not Nick because you'll get a whole extra point. (laughs) Um, Falcons, I got it 14. They're down to 10 and a half. Texans, I got it 11 and a half. They're now down to nine and a half. And then Atlanta Rams, I did under 50. It is at 45 and a half. And then San Francisco, Seattle, I did under 44 and a half. And they're at 41 and a half. So a lot of line movement here, guys. Definitely tune in to our early line report podcast, Um, but I'm with Nick. I'm taking Tennessee Buffalo under 48 and a half. I expect the Titans to get back to their ways and run the ball because they're not going to beat the bills trying to keep up with them. Right. The game plan here is to run the ball, work the clock and execute, execute on red zone uh, opportunities, hopefully play good defense, which we all know they're not going to the bills will score. Uh, But I look for the bills just to win this
3: game. Like, 27
2: to 17 or so. Like, yep. Um, for my pick, I mean, uh, to be honest, I, I I don't know if I'll even bet this just because over-unders scare me unless maybe a few weeks in whenever I'm dialed in a little bit more, but I'm taking the Cardinals Raiders over 51 and a half, which that's the highest over-under, but I just feel like every Cardinals game is just a shit show. Uh, I have to think that the Cardinals offense will do better than they did last week against the Chiefs. But then, like, even though, I mean, even then, the Chiefs threw all over. Of course, they have Patrick Mahomes, but they threw all over uh, the Cardinals. So I'm going to take the over. I'm picking the over there at 51 and a half. Um, we will go to uh, a lot of the times we we talk about, you know, picking money lines, but in NFL NFL, we almost lean towards picking a winning margin. So you're picking the same team to win, but picking them to win between one and 13 points. Um, So we're going to go do our picks of winning margins one through 13. um, And we will start with Spencer.
0: Yes. Yeah. Much better value here. Moneyline parlays in the NFL. This does not work. Um, Too many good players, too many good teams. Like Austin always says any given Sunday you can win. So um, I'm going with the Packers um, one to 13. The reason I am doing this, I just Aaron Rodgers is the Bears daddy. I hate to break it to him he just is
2: <laughs> I own you
0: yeah he he really does um but like Austin said this year his offense just isn't as powerful he doesn't have those weapons you know um without Adams it's it's gonna be hard for him to really win I think games with a tremendous spread so I really look for them to keep this game close but I look for them to control the whole game I look for him to continue to have the ball press it but only win to 113 hopefully Aaron gets to tell him that I own you again. That was absolutely incredible last year. I hope it happens again. 1-13 to 13 Packers lock it in.
1: And the Packers just don't take shots down the field. Like, their offense yeah. is designed for those quick little intermediate. They used to run that little flat route with Devontae Adams all the time. They ran it a lot with the Vikings because the Vikings had so much pressure on them. Yeah. Mahtiari's uh, still out. Like, that's a huge loss for the Packers. Mm-hmm. But one time they did throw it deep against Minnesota. Christian Watson dropped an eight-yard Yeah. So, so that made me so sad. If you just watch Roger's body language, it feels like he has no confidence in anybody but Robert Tunyon. And I'm I'm with Spencer here. I think why would you bet Packers' money line at minus 450 when you can bet him to win between 1 and 13 at plus 140? Yeah, -hmm. so much more value. mm -hmm. If you're going to take Packers' minus 12 and a half, okay, go for it. But I'd rather much much rather have this value here.
2: Yep, I'm with you. Okay. um, Who what Who are we on now?
3: Nick? Nick. Yep. I'm going to go with the uh, 49ers, 1-13. I do think the Seahawks are going to cover, like they they picked. But it's a division game. They're always close. Um, the home team normally wins, too. And it's a good bounce-back spot for the 49ers. So, I, like I think the one. Seahawks played out of their mind, too.
2: Yeah, I do. I agree.
1: So I mean, It's just hard to go in Seattle and win. Like, Russell Wilson... Yeah. And- fucking three delay of games, three full starts. Like, and that's a dude who's used to playing there and he still had trouble. So you got yeah. two heavy offenses here. Like what's, if you're, if you're betting Trey Lance passing yard stuff, you're crazy. Yeah. Like how are the Vikings going to win this game by more than 13? I don't see it. I agree. Uh, bomber. uh I have the Steelers one to 13. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I had them as plus two and a half on my spread. At the end of the day, it's going to be a defensive battle. I'm going to take the home team on a coin flip game. One to 13 here is plus 180. So uh, I recommend betting all four of these as singles and then doing the parlay as well.
3: Uh, but, yeah, I like the Steelers here.
2: Nice. Uh, we also have another double play because I picked the Steelers one to 13 as well. Uh, they are underdogs. And just a quick note, if you are going to bet underdog money lines uh, for this week, I'd suggest doing on DraftKings because they have that promo If if the team is ever up by 10 it cashes. And I think I saw where that happened like four times last week where a a team was up by 10 and did not win the win the game. So um, I didn't love the promo, but after seeing it work week one, maybe it's worth a play in week two, if that's what you're looking to do. But we still suggest the one to 13 winning margin if you're going to take anybody. so um, um We got a double play there on the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I actually said Ben's pick. I, you, I have the Broncos 1-13. to Oh, there
2: we go. We got another um, one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I just didn't love what I saw with their offense on Sunday. Uh, they clearly made a lot of coaching mistakes, if any of you guys watched that game. Yep. Uh, they just really fumbled clock management, game management. Play calls were suspect. Uh, and the Texans, they kind of surprised me with how well they played, how well they were coached. Yeah, uh, shout out Bobby Smith, former Illinois head coach. Yeah, uh, I just I looked I I think the Broncos will win this game, but I expect the Texans to keep it within two touchdowns here.
2: I like how you said former Illinois head coach and not former Super Super Bowl coach.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I was just trying to dig
2: at you. I know,
3: I'm
2: just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> No, I actually like Colts didn't look good at all in the first half, but I actually was impressed um, by Davis long neck. Um Davis Long net.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like he did all right. Had Colts had no interceptions and he was able to move the ball against them. And the running game wasn't really working either. So um I like that pick
1: too. I just feel like so. I mentioned in the last last week's episode that I bet what was it, 77 of these last year, and I won like 68% of them. Mm-hmm. And they're all plus money. Like oh, I don't yeah. I can't remember the last time I haven't seen a plus money one of these. Uh yep. it's exclusive to fan duel. You can do one to 13s on points, but for college, but they don't have them for NFL for some reason. But I, I can't say how many of these we're going to win as a parlay. I do recommend betting them as singles, but I can almost guarantee you out of 18 weeks or I guess 17 weeks since we did week one, we'll hit at least three of these. Yeah. That's my bold take. And at plus 3,900, if you hit one, we're going to be doubling our money for the season. Yeah one unit each so we'll take that the week so so i guess from the reason i changed this from a money line parlay if we would have took the steelers niners broncos and packers money line parlay would be plus 270 with these four parlayed we're getting them at plus 3900. 25 bucks pays a thousand dollars so i think it's definitely better a better angle more value and it's just hard to blow teams out in the nfl like mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen very often um And we saw last week, like most of the big underdogs were heavy points. They all covered. So,
3: yeah,
2: I like it. Well, that concludes our college football week three and NFL week two episode. So if you got anything for us, don't uh, don't be afraid to reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, Shoot us a text. We love hearing other people's bets. Uh, Gives us a better insight of what what other bets are out there. So hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, Talk to you soon.
1: No, it's not done yet. (laughs)